Uh, praise God and welcome for this uh, fellowship and I hope you are doing okay. God bless you for taking part in this fellowship. We're going to start with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your mercy, for your protection. Thank you for your glory and Holy Spirit as we share your word, as we, as we meditate on your word. Take over. Let there be healing. Let there be restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. And I thank you, God, even as you continue, mighty Father, you shall minister to our every case. In Jesus' name, amen. We are continuing about this and in the book of First Corinthians, chapter one, verse eighteen. The word of God says, "The Scripture says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, set aside the understanding of the scholars." Then we jump to verse twenty-five. Then we jump to verse twenty-five. For what seems to be God's is foolish. For what seems to be God's foolishness is wisdom than human wisdom, and what seems to be God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Now remember what you are. Now remember. So then, verse twenty-seven. God, God, purposely chose what the world considers nonsense, in order to shame the wise, and He chose what the world considers weak. In order to shame the powerful, he chooses what the world looks down on and despises and thinks is nothing, in order to destroy what the world thinks is important. When you look at this scripture uh, from like verse 19, I destroy the wisdom of the wise and set aside the understanding of the scholars. Because when you look at the wisdom of the wise, the understanding, how do they get it? It's by what they are, they are taught, it's what they, are, they, they hear, it's what they read. And now the Lord is saying that even no matter how it seems to be so, 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 so big, so, so maybe full of wisdom that the right thing, the Lord is saying, the Lord is telling us that by His, by His power, He revealed to us what is worthy. He revealed to us what we need to perceive. He need he, he revealed to us what is right and what is wrong. Like in the times of COVID, we all we also what what the world thought it was so important, it came to nothing. We used to think ah maybe we, we we need we need new clothes every month. We need to 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 hang out with our friends every weekend. We need to do this. Need to do this. By the end of by through the COVID, we learn that all that we think is important is nothing. As long as we are in good health, there was fear all over the world. Fear of getting sick, fear of getting COVID. And do that we, we, people came came to realize most people, unless maybe someone have not learned learned it, came to realize that the most important thing in our lives is being healthy. And now when you look at verse 26, God purposely chose what the world considers nonsense in order to shame the wise. He chose what the world considers weak in order to shame the powerful. He chose what the world looks down on. 
when you are when you are making plans because when I read this I got the revelation because sometimes when you're having issues we may because of what you are taught because of what you are seeing around we may, we will start doing saying let me do this let me follow this let me this is the right thing this is the right thing but when we align ourselves with the mindset of God then by the end we realize oh what I was telling to do what I was thinking is right is the wrong thing. What I was perceiving is the wrong thing. That's why they, they, in the in the previous video in the, we did on about the book of Romans, the word of God says, "Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but let God change you in changing the way we think by changing the way we think." So. In this scripture of First Corinthians, it's almost the same as that in the book of Romans, that let our perception, let allow, let us allow God, even take whatever wisdom we have that is, we think is right. Maybe you're working in a business and you and you and you're saying, oh, for this business to to get for this business to to have a breakthrough, I need to take a loan of one million. I need to take this. I need to take this. But God is has a solution. But God, by, 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 by letting God to have his way, God may give you a direction and say, oh, do this and this and this. Then what happens? It's a breakthrough. Maybe you're going through a sickness or something, and you're, and you're thinking, oh, for, for this sickness to, 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 to be over, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, or maybe any issue. Allow God to take charge. Allow God to take over your mindset. Allow God... Even to 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 have to, to work through your eye gate, to work through your ear, ear gate, may you see as God sees. That's why the book of Isaiah says, "As the as the earth is, as the heavens are high above the earth, that's how my thoughts are, are high above you, because our thoughts are limited. Our thoughts are not like the thoughts of God. We may th we think that we are doing the right thing." We think according to the world, but the ways of God are high. And I pray that as, as we continue, as we, as we listen to this world, even including me, that the power of God shall work through our eye gate, shall work through our ear gate, that every issue, we shall handle it in God's way, that God shall, shall, shall work through, through us, that the wisdom of God will manifest. And, and any wisdom that we have, thinking that is right, may it be destroyed and let the wisdom of God take over. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. I praise God and welcome for this fellowship and I hope you are doing well. And um, it's not in vain. To spend time with the Lord. We're going to start with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for doing exceedingly above and beyond. And Father, Lord, as you partake in this fellowship, take over in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm reading from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, sorry, chapter 2, from verse 7. So from verse 8, none of the rulers of this world knew this wisdom. If they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. 
However, as the scripture says, that no one ever saw or heard, no one ever thought could happen, is the very thing God prepared for those who love him. But it was, it was to us that God made known his secret by means of his spirit. The spirit searches everything, even the hidden depths of God's purposes. It is only a person's own spirit within him that knows all about him. In the same way, only God's spirit knows all about God. Then in the book of, sorry, in the same chapter of verse 15, whoever has the spirit, whoever is able to judge the value of everything, but no one is able to judge him. And the scripture says, who knows the mind of the Lord, who is able to give him advice. We, whoever, have the mind of Christ. And as he continue in the matter of the gates, uh, the scripture says that the rulers of this world did not know, did not have the discerning, even as, as they decided to crucify Jesus Christ. Because if they knew, they could not have... Sorry, my eye has been messy. Because if they knew, they could not have... They could not have crucify Jesus Christ. If they, are, if they had a strong eye gate, if they had a strong eye gate, if they, are able to, if they are able to see deep, they could have said, oh no, let us not crucify Jesus Christ because if we crucify him, then we are, we are finished. But they did not. And the word of God says, the spirit searches everything, even the hidden depths of God's purposes. As we communion, as we have a deep connection with God, we are able to know the secrets of God. We are able to know the purposes of God. We are able to know should we follow this and should we follow this. That's why in one of the scriptures says, I think in the book of John, Jesus said, "Abide in me, and I in you, and you shall be fruitful." When we abide in the Lord, we are able to to to, to get the deep things. We are able even to be fruitful in God's purposes in our lives. We are able to do the right thing. We are able to see as God sees. Like imagine a driver driving in on the road or a pilot. They, they have no they don't no GPS. They are moving from one from a, from one destination to the other. They don't know how to head to and, and, and what will happen? They'll get lost on the way. Time will be wasted. They, they, they waste their gas, they waste their time. It'll be a wasteful time. But when they have the GPS, it may be some, the GPS may be there, but maybe they're, they're not able to hear. Or maybe the, the GPS volume, or maybe the something is not working. What will happen? There'll be no communication and they'll be lost. And today, many of us are lost. We are, we are lost because of no perception because of not able to have a communion with God as we ought to, because of not perceiving as God wants us to perceive, because of not knowing the deep, secret things of God. God is our Father. We look at a family setup. There are some families where maybe the children or one of the child, they are so close to the parents, they are so close to one of the parents, that even these parents, they, they tell the children, the deep things of the family, the secrets. 
some of them they tell them oh in this will i've written this and this and this why because of deep connection because of the connection between them and if if, if the parent of this world no matter how wicked they are if they can do that what about god god the love of god is high above the love of our parents is high above <clears throat> the love of in anybody and and we are made in the image of god and as we connect with him i pray that god shall reveal his purposes to us shall reveal deep and secret things we don't know of that's why the bible says call unto me and i show you things you don't know of assuming that the rulers of this world assuming maybe they were had a deep connection with god and they and they and they asked god should you crucify him or not maybe they could have been told oh you see after you crucify him this is what will happen but they had no connection and that was the plan of god so as we continue with this journey i pray by the spirit of god that our mind the word of god says in the book or in the verse 15 whoever has the spirit whoever is able to judge the value of everything no one is able to judge him and the scripture says who knows the mind of the lord who is able to give him advice we whoever have the mind of christ we can't have the mind of christ if we have no connection we can't have the mind of Christ if we have no, no connection through him, through the word, through prayers, through fellowship. And I pray by the spirit of God who give us the ability, shall give us the ability to walk in the mindset of Jesus Christ, to walk in, in, the, in, the, in the imagination of God because you are made in the image of God, to have a deep connection with God. And by that we shall walk in God's purposes for the glory of God. Amen. God bless you. Uh, praise God and welcome for this fellowship and I hope you are doing well. God bless you for partaking this fellowship. You're going to start with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for what you've done for us. And Holy Spirit, as we partake in this fellowship, take over in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit of God, manifest your power in the name of Jesus. Let nothing be wasted. And I thank you, God, that your angels are here encamping around us, not just encamping, but ministering to us according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We are continuing in the word about gifts. And uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, I'm going to read some few verses. Uh, from verse 4, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the good news and I'll read another version. From verse 4. Uh, from verse 3, I want to know, I want you to know that no one who is led by God's spirit can say a curse on Jesus. No one can confess Jesus is Lord unless he's guided by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit gives them. There are different ways of serving, but the same Lord is served. There are different abilities to perform service, but the same God gives ability to everyone their particular for their particular service. The Spirit's presence is shown in some way in each person for the good of all. The Spirit gives one person a message 
full of wisdom, while to another person, the same spirit gives a message full of knowledge. One and the same spirit gives faith to one person, where to another person he gives the power to heal. The spirit gives one person the power to work miracles. Another person gift of speaking God's message to another, a bit to tell different gifts. Then another strange language, another one to explain what is said. Then the King James Version. I'll do some few verses. verse 3 I will start from verse 5 and there are differences of administration by the same Lord there are diversities of operation but in the same God which worketh in all in all but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all then verse 8 for no one for, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith, to another gift of healing, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning, to another diverse of kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues, but all these worketh that one and the same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. For as the body is one and hath many members, all members of, of that one body, being many, are one body are also in Christ. So that the spirit of the Lord, he gives us different gifts, as we as seen in the in the scripture. And all these are for for the glory of God. Therefore for, for happiness to work in God's given purpose. Therefore, God's, therefore, for the power of God to, to manifest in our lives, either that the nation may sit and turn to the Lord. When you look at all these gifts, they operate through the gate, through the eye gate, through the mouth gate, through the ear gate. For example, the gift of speaking in tongues is through the mouth. The gift, when those who work miracles, they, they speak a word. They, they speak a word of healing and the miracles manifest to discern, design of spirit is the eye gate, is able to know perceiving by the, by, the, by the eyes of God, knowing the right and the wrong, to interpret tongues, they, it is by the, by the ear gate, by the hearing, by the, by the ears of God, because speaking in tongues is a language of heaven and for you to understand the, 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 to understand what is being said in, in the speaking of tongues, you need to hear as God hears because it's the language of heaven. And, and all these gifts, God give, gives us to us because he loves us so much. And by looking at this, this is a higher level of being sharpened in the gates. It's a higher level that the church needs today. It's a higher level that you and I need if you don't have any of these gifts, you ask, because the word of God is wisdom. God says, ask for wisdom, and I generously give you. 
without the desire you don't receive like for example you decide to buy to buy a new car what do you do you, you start looking for money you start working extra to get that money because you have the desire of getting that car so because of the desire you get it if you have the desire of getting this gift god will grant him that of god says the desire of the wicked will be cut off but the desire of the righteous shall be granted the desire according or in other words the desire according to the will of god the desires that concerns the righteousness shall be granted because when we ask because god when you we may ask for something but we are asking for our own gain we are asking just for, for wickedness god may, may not give you but when we ask about the things of god god is much can easily give you than than asking for something just to show off or just for for selfish gain so by looking at this gift and i encourage you encourage us read the, the verse again read the book again in first Corinthians chapter 12 and the lord as you ask you receive your eye get will be sharpened because this gift is, man, is, is showing us the face of God, seen as God sees, speaking the language of heaven, able to understand even the gift of faith, having so much faith that you are saying this can be done. Maybe they, because of the economy, somebody may say, oh, the economy is being shut down, everything is, is messing up. But because of the gift of faith, you're able to know, you're able to say, no, I'll make it. No, this nation will not fall down. No, my family will not be destroyed. Because of the gift of faith, you're able to see what others cannot see. You're able to see what God see, what God says according to the scripture. And I pray that by the grace of God, that, that God shall sharpen us in this gift. That God shall sharpen the church of today. Imagine going to a, to a church. Because the church is, is an individual, you and I, the church is where we have the, the building, we have the ministry. Imagine having a church, even you yourself. God can give you all these gifts. Paul used to work with all this. Imagine having all these gifts. You can, be, you can be, become so effective in God's kingdom. And God can give you, because one of God says, the harvest is ready, but the harvesters are few. So because of being few, God can give you all this gift for the sake of his kingdom. God is, is ready to give the church this gift. Imagine having a, a, walking into a church. They are, they are, all these gifts are manifesting. Then they be, they be so much, there's so much deliverance. There be so much restoration. There be so much hope. Because sometimes people are walking in hopelessness. They are giving up. They don't know what to do because there's no, there's no faith. There are no miracles happening. There is no discerning. There is no understanding. There is not. It's just dryness. There is no spirit of God. And what the spirit of God is, there is no freedom. That of God says, what the spirit of God is, there is liberty. So I pray that the spirit of God shall dwell in us, shall dwell in our churches. And this gift will manifest like never before. This gift will manifest in our children, in those two-year-old, five-year-old. You manifest in the elderly, in whatever age, for the sake of God's wisdom. Let's say a short prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Because you have said that we ask according to your will and it shall be done. 
And Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ that you may fill me in these gifts. In the name of Jesus, it had be done according to your will. In the name of Jesus, I pray for this viewer and listener. Father, as they desire, feed them in the name of Jesus. Let these gifts be birthed out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank him for sharpening our eye gate, ear gate, mouth gate. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank him because you are doing it, doing it because you want to set the captives free. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, many are in captive because his gifts are not manifesting. Holy Spirit of God, may you may you let your power arise in the church like never before. In the name of Jesus Christ, let those in, in yokes be set free. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you using this viewer, this listener, even I in using this gift to set the captives free. In the name of Jesus, even to make us walk in your purpose with much easiness. In the name of Jesus Christ. And in Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. God bless you. I praise God and welcome once again for this time of fellowship. May God bless you for taking time in this fellowship. We are continuing the gifts. And in the book of Ephesians, glory to God. We started in Genesis, now in Ephesians. The word of God says that the power of the righteous uh, get, gets brighter and brighter. And I believe as we continue pursuing this word concerning the gifts, and the Lord shall reveal more. There shall be more deliverance. There shall be restoration in the name of Jesus. That our gifts shall glorify God, that Jesus Christ shall possess our gifts, and the gifts of hell shall not prevail. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 17, the word of God says, I keep asking that the, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and liberation so that you may know him better. I pray also that your eyes, the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope, the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. This is a prayer of Paul that he said that, that God to give us more wisdom and liberation that even to, to know God more. I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and liberation so that we may know him better. Wisdom and liberation to know God better. And more so, the eyes of our heart may be enlightened. The eyes of our heart may be made strong. When our eyes, the eyes of our heart are enlightened, we know what we are called for. We know, we are able to know the hope that we are called for. We are able to know the more about what we are supposed to do in this earth. We are able to know more what pertains to the kingdom of God. We are able even to be partakers of the inheritance of the kingdom of God. And I, I pray that this word may be applied in your life may be applied in my life in the name of jesus christ because the word of god says as we ask according to the will of god it shall be done so wherever you are if you have time you can you can read more about ephesians the book of ephesians pertains the power of god it pertains the blessings that god has given us in, in, in through jesus christ it's a great book to read, to read. So if you have time, and I know you have, because sometimes enemy may tell you you have no time, 
you may have time to chat, you may have time to gossip, you may have time for social media, you may have time to go to work for, for, for dinners, dinners, but no time for God. That's not godly. So I pray even that, that God shall give us more wisdom and revelation, even to have more time for him, even to know who he is. He's worthy to spend time with. He's worthy to have a communion with. And the more you have communion with God, the more you're able to know to know him, the more he's able to reveal his life to you, the more you're able to understand your purpose in this earth, the more you're able to know the right and the wrong. Because when there's no communion with him, then there's no likeness of him. There's emptiness, there's confusion. And I pray that this word will manifest in, in your heart in our hearts, in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you because it is done in the name of Jesus. I pray for this viewer, the listener, even for myself, in the name of Jesus, that our hearts, the, the, the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened, that you may know the hope if you are called for in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, even give us wisdom and liberation, even to know you better in the name of Jesus Christ. We have said, us shall be given. And I thank you as I ask according to your will. It is done in the name of Jesus Christ. Any blindness in the in the in the eyes of our hearts, any confusion, foginess, let perish right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And let your, let your word be done in our hearts according to your will in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, for praying in our eyes. I thank you for the new beginning. I thank you for removing every foginess, every blindness in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the clarity. I thank you for the wisdom and liberation in the name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. God bless you. Uh, praise God. Uh, welcome once again for this uh, fellowship. May God bless you for taking time to partake in this fellowship. And I hope you are doing well in the Lord. Uh, we are still continuing with the gates and by the grace of God at the book of Thessalonians. Let's start with the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your mercy, for your glory. Thank you for what you've done. And Holy Spirit, even take over as we continue with this journey. Amen. In the book of uh, 1 Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 4, the word of God says, Let each, each one of you know how to control your body in holiness and honor, not with the last full passion like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one wrong or exploit a brother or a sister in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as just as you have already told you before and assumed and warned you. Uh, let me read verse 4. That each one of you know how to control your body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God. So the word of God is telling us that we ought to have self-control of our bodies. This involves every gate. This involves uh, self-control of our uh, wicked sexual desires, self-control over the eye gate, 
over the mouth gate, over every gate. Because by the grace of God, God can give us that self-control. Because it's one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is the spirit of self-control. And as we share this word, as we, as we fellowship today, I pray by the grace of God that the Holy Spirit shall enable the viewer, shall enable this listener to walk in the self-control for the sake of God's glory. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your word, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Even, Father God, where we have failed in walking in self-control, may you forgive us in the name of Jesus and Holy Spirit. And I thank you that by your power, we shall walk in this virtue of self-control in our eye gate, in our mouth gate, in every gate, in the name of Jesus, which shall resist the enemy. And, Father, Lord, even... Help us, even remind us always to put on the full arm of God that we may be able to resist the arrows of the enemy. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. God bless you. I praise God. God bless you for taking part in this fellowship. Amen. We are in the book of Colossians. By the grace of God, let's start with the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your protection. And Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as I share your word, Almighty Father, take over in the name of Jesus Christ. And in Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. Um, in the book of <coughs> Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 3, devote yourself to prayer, keeping alert in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray for us as well, that God will open to us a door for the word, that we may declare the mystery of Christ for which I am in prison so that I may reveal it clearly as I should. So this letter was written by Paul and was in prison and was asking the people to pray and also that God will open a door for them, uh, for Paul and the rest, that they declare the word, they able to declare the word of God to them and, and with clearance. There may, be, there may be a revelation, there may be a breakthrough. So he was asking for a kind of breakthrough in spreading the gospel. He was asking for the power of God to have dominionship over, over, over him, even, even to us. He was asking that we pray that we be able to reveal to others the mystery of the kingdom of God. And the first way we reveal is through our mouth gate, is through telling others about the kingdom of God. Even as we tell others, even our actions ought to reveal the mystery of Christ. And we said, devote yourself to prayer. Because when you devote yourself to prayer, the power of God is able to envelop you. The power of God is able to marinate you, marinate your gates. Even when you tell others about the mystery of Christ, then they, are, they, they become assimilated with the kingdom of God. In the book of Ephesians, <clears throat> chapter 6, verse 19, pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will boldly make known the mystery of the gospel. You see how, he, how Paul was so aggressive. He was so aggressive in the matters of the kingdom of God. He, he prayed bold prayers because sometimes we, uh, we pray the, 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 ch the children like prayers. We pray, God, give me this. 
and I need a need I need an I need an and I need an a new a new and a new house. I need this, I need this, I need this. But when you look look at Paul, the prayers he prayed are the prayers about the kingdom of God. And the Bible says, Seek the kingdom of God and the rest shall follow. Because Paul knew that God provides all. So as he was aggressive in the kingdom of God, as he prayed even for as he had so much hunger for God, God provided the rest. So the let me read again, Ephesians 6.19, pray for me also, whenever I open my mouth, this one you can, you can apply in your life, pray for me, you can put it as a prayer, Father in the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus, whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will boldly make known the mystery of gospel, because to spread the gospel, to speak about the kingdom of God, it will need boldness. There are people who are called to spread the gospel, but because of fear, but because of wanting to compromise with the world, they, they don't, or they do it with fear, they do it in, in the wrong way. They, they, if, if it is a sin, they make, they make it to look as it's not a sin. But Paul said, words will be given me so that I will boldly make known the mystery of the gospel. And Father, when I pray for this listener, I pray for this viewer, that whenever they open their mouth, was to be given so that they be boldly make known the mystery of gospel even in according to the book of colossians father in the name of jesus by your grace help us all to devote ourselves in prayer keeping alert with thanksgiving in the name of jesus god open a door for us open a door for this person open a door for me in the name of jesus that that i will, will declare the mystery of christ which we will declare the mystery of christ and it shall be, we shall be able to reveal it in a clear way. In the name of Jesus, we will have the wisdom to reveal the mystery of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. Uh, praise God. I welcome us again for this uh, fellowship. May God bless you for taking time to partake in this fellowship. And I hope you are doing well in the Lord. Uh, we are still continuing in the gates and by the grace of God and the book of Thessalonians. Let's start with the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your mercy, for your glory. Thank you for what you've done. And Holy Spirit, even take over as you continue this journey. Amen. In the book of First uh, Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 4, the word of God says, Let each each one of you know how to control your body in holiness and honor, not with the lustful passion, like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one wrong or exploit a brother or a sister in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as just as you have already told you, before one and so me and warned you. Uh, let me read verse 4. That each one of you know how to control your body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passion, like the Gentiles who do not know God. So the word of God is telling us that we ought to have self-control of our bodies. This involves every gate. This involves uh, self-control of our 
wicked sexual desire, self-control over the eye gate, over the mouth gate, over every gate. Because by the grace of God, God can give us that self-control. Because it's one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, is the spirit of self-control. And as we share this word, as we, as we fellowship today, I pray by the grace of God that the Holy Spirit shall enable the viewer, shall enable this listener to walk in the self-control for the sake of God's glory. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your word, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Even, Father God, where you have failed in walking in self-control, may you forgive us in the name of Jesus and Holy Spirit. And I thank you that by your power we shall walk in this virtue of self-control in our eye gate, in our mouth gate, in every gate. In the name of Jesus, we shall resist the enemy. And, Father, Lord, even... Help us even remind us always to put on the full armor of God that we may be able to resist the arrows of the enemy. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. God bless you. Welcome once again for the, about the gates in the book of Timothy, uh, first and second Timothy. Glory to God. Let's start with the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your mercy, for your glory. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to read from the book of First Timothy. First Timothy, verse 1, verse 18. Timothy, my son, this was, uh, Paul was speaking to, to Timothy. He was his mentor, he was his, his priest, uh, also you can say he was his spiritual father. I'm giving you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies previously made about him, so that by recalling them, you may fight the good fight. So, Paul was telling Timothy, there are many prophecies spoken over you, don't keep quiet on them. Don't assume they just come to pass. You need to arise through the mouth gate and wage war through the, because the the warfare that we wage is through the mouth. When you look at even the mouth gate, it is used by different professionals. Uh, like for example, the lawyer, when they are when they are representing their client, they either lose or win the case through the mouth gate. When you go to the doctor, they, they, they walk through you, through the mouth gate. Most professions, mouth gate, even the kingdom of darkness is through the mouth gate. And uh, even when you are, when you are praying, when you are, when you are waging war in the, in the spirit, it's through the mouth gate. And now Timothy, Paul was telling Timothy, we have, we have been given several prophecies. Some from your grandmother, some from your from your from your from your priest, because Timothy, some of the family members, they were men and women of God, and obviously he he received several prophecies, and this word is for me and you. And the Lord is telling us, we have previously received prophecies, and prophecy doesn't. Include also like for example, you we are going through the word of God with the Bible and you come across a word that speaks to you. When we are going through a situation 
and, the, and you see the word that says, but the steps of Jesus Christ am healed. So that because prophecy also is a word of God. That's why God told Ezekiel, speak to these dry bones. And God and Ezekiel spoke the word of God over the dry bones. He prophesied. So the Bible is a, is a prophecy of God. It's a prophetic word of God. So when, when you're waging war about our sicknesses, you, you wage war by the, by the prophecy that says, by the stress of Jesus Christ, I'm healed. When, you, when you're walking through a, a dark situation, a dark season, you, you, you look for a Bible verse that reads your situation. As I walk through the valley of death, I fear no evil. So <clears throat> we have to wage war. And you cannot wage war by our own strength. We, we have to ask the Holy Spirit to enable us. As the Bible says, we don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit shall help us to pray. When Jesus Christ was here on earth, when he was a man here on earth, he waged war against the devil when he tried to tempt him. When the, when the devil told Jesus Christ, you, you, worship me, you worship me and I'll give you the, the wealth of the earth. And Jesus responded, it is written, so we have to know the word of God to become effective warlords in God's kingdom. Then another word uh, which is related to that in Psalms 50 verse 23. Whosoever offered praise glorified me. And to him that ordered his conversation aright, I show him the salvation of God. So orders his, when we order our, our conversation right, God shows his salvation. So when you wage war by the word of God, instead of speaking negative, or the, instead of speaking hopelessness, when you, or when you speak right according to the word of God, God manifests his power. When you are, when you are, when you are praying to, by the word of God, the word of God says that the angels of God, they are heirs of salvation. They are they, they, they hearken to the word of God. So as you are waging war through the word of God, what does God do? He sends his angels and he says, listen to that person. They are waging war through my word. They are waging war by using the Lord Jesus Christ. They are waging war through the sword of the spirit. Can you go and minister to them? So by doing that, he, he, he shows us his salvation. And I pray by the grace of God that the, the power of God shall enable us to wage war in the spirit, to wage war by knowing the word, because you cannot wage war if you don't have the word, if you are empty of the word, and the word, the word of God is through the, the Bible. We cannot wage war. We cannot be able to take our position effectively if we don't know what the word of God says. And I pray that God shall give us even more grace to read his word, to go deeper, to sharpen us. Because the word of God is a sharper sword. In the book of Hebrews, the word of God says that the word of God is sharper than any other double-edged sword. So as you pray, let the Holy Spirit minister to us and quicken us in the spirit. When we come out from every slumber, because many prophecies have been given unto us, and they are waiting for us to arise and wage war, that those prophecies shall come to pass. And in the season that those, those prophecies will come to, to pass, in Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Lord, because you're faithful, God. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, even the word you've given unto us, even through your word, even through your servants, Almighty Father, I pray by the grace of God, which shall enable us, Almighty Father, to wage war in the name of Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to arise more, to arise the occasion and come out from every slumber and come out from every heaviness in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, God, even for, for, for revealing yourself unto us, even through your word, in the name of Jesus. I pray even for this viewer, this listener, in the name of Jesus, may you enable us, Lord, to go deeper in your word, give us more liberation and standing in the name of Jesus fill us with your hunger in the name of Jesus let there be a fresh hunger of your word a fresh hunger of seeking in the name of Jesus Christ every distraction and confusion is destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ even that prophecy you given that to us concerning our destiny Lord let come to pass in the name of Jesus any voice of enemy every word of darkness we destroyed by the blood of Jesus it shall not come to pass in Jesus name amen Amen. God bless.